Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have such an incredible guest. I literally cannot wait for you to listen to his wisdom. His name is Ferdows Amza and he runs a creative branding and marketing entity who really believes in the responsibility he has as a member of the human race to fulfill the purpose of why we are put on this earth. Part of that purpose is to use the knowledge and skills we have to do good. He has spent more than a decade since 2004 in this industry of branding and design. Six of those years saw him working in a HR tech company where he first learned about branding but from a very unique perspective. In this episode, Fadal shares his thoughts on why we must all find our true purpose and work towards building something for ourselves one day so we can live a more fulfilled life. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey Fadal, thank you so much for being with me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast, bro. I'm super grateful to have you on. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I genuinely can't wait for you to share your story, your message, your powerful um kind of story that you've already shared with me. And uh, I want to go straight into it, man. Please could you introduce yourself to my listeners and just go straight into like your story, what it is that you're doing right now, but where it is that is that you, where it is that you started. Sure. So uh thanks for having me Sadiq pretty appreciate it. Um so my name is Fredaus and I am from Singapore I run a branding agency called New Entity. So we've been around for about 6 years now. Uh coming to 6 years. Um and I mean the reason if you if we look back at why I started this is to be honest essentially uh I wanted to just after my my after having a a good period of time where I had a day job I just wanted to try out on my own. They just jump into freelancing. Um but I was very fortunate to have mentors and uh my ex boss he he kind of like even coached me to uh, and guided me that saying that you know if you want to really understand what people are going through in business you need to be running a business. So uh, that made me think a lot and he said if he, if I want I, he he he's happy to coach me or or guide me along the process so i was very very fortunate to have uh, a lot of guidance in the at least the first few years of my business um so but it actually opens up a lot of, uh, in terms of uh, my perspective on on the challenges that business owners face um and it made like how i talk to them a bit a lot more relatable uh, now that i understand the challenges i'm going through them myself yeah yeah that makes sense right it's like i always tell people it's like trying to help someone when you haven't helped yourself is is that concept right of like i always share you first in life i believe we have to be selfish before we become selfless so mm. before you can go out and think you're superman or superwoman and you can help everybody in the world and you know you can spread your love and positivity and energy mm-hmm. when are you looking after yourself are you looking after your own positivity your own energy your own um kind of life goals first before you go and do it for others right so Um I guess your coach was amazing in terms of he taught you how to go and run the bit run a business first to make the, to you know to fail to make mistakes to learn from those mistakes and then you have a better perspective to give people advice to be like hey I've been there I've done it come let me hold your hands and let's go and like let's, okay. let's help you grow now And and it's kind of interesting because he he was my previous boss and I've had a good 5 years of watching him and of course the perspective of an employee is completely different and i can totally understand how people are, are viewing me right now but um you know seeing how he runs the show as a boss and then going through it going through the journey myself and then gaining that wisdom from him over the years and reflecting back oh he did this at that time and all that wisdom start to come out right as to why he does certain things it, it, it's very retrospective and it it really helps uh you know it helps you make good decisions i guess yeah i love that so talking about actually just because you ended on good decisions tell us some of the bad decisions you've made in your life like tell everybody like what are some like mistakes or failures or some of the bad decisions you've made um i guess i'm i'm the kind of person who 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 loves to listen to advice mm. and 
there are a lot of times where I took advice kind of like without thinking about uh, think, thinking much about it yeah. like blinded advice uh, just <laughs> listen to people I think they know more than me they probably go through a lot more than me and uh, alright I'm just going to do it and there are some of, uh, of those things that didn't turn out well and some actually cost us quite a lot in the long run mm. um, but I think um you know the important thing that i've learned out of all that is to be confident in yourself yeah. and nobody knows what you're going through better than yourself right so uh people can give advice but you make the choice on your own that's the, and you know you said that bro and you reminded me of my of my most viral video on tiktok when i literally the most viral video on tiktok that i have is reached like i think over i think almost um 1.7 million people views wow. and like that was the most viral video i've had in my life <laughs> and i was just like so grateful so pumped when that first went viral and you know what i said bro it was it was a 15.6 like, second video all i said was this nobody knows you nobody knows what's happening in your life nobody knows what's happening in your mind nobody knows what's happening in your life nobody knows you better than you know yourself so ignore the negativity and the noise out there and focus on being the best you that's it that video was absolutely viral in the whole of India, the whole of UK and America. Like, cause I looked at the stat- statistics afterwards and I was like, oh my God, like the whole, almost the whole of India has seen my video. <laughs> and then all the followers came from there. And I was like, wow. Like, you know, obviously it was, it was a really cool, exp- it was a cool, it was a cool um, experience. It took my TikTok account from 4,000 to 12 and a half thousand in 48 hours. And I was just like, wow. Like one video, if one video can do that, and that's why I believed in myself for the last five years, putting out content online. And I always knew, Sadiq, you are one video away from going viral. I believed it, right, in my heart. I knew I'm doing good. I knew I'm putting out positivity and, and motivation and, and inspiration into the world. And I knew one day, Sadiq, your video will go viral. The, lo- the only other viral video, I had, the two of them that I had on Instagram, they reached 12,500 views. That was like the most viral I had about three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, obviously this year, you know, during quarantine, a lot of people are at home, they're, they're on TikTok, they're having fun, they're looking for entertainment. Suddenly they come across me on the For You page, right? And they're like, who's this guy? And I'm talking about ignore the negativity and the noise. They're like, yeah, yeah. And they needed that, they needed that positivity, right? They yeah. needed that motivation because they're going through a hard time and they need to hear someone like me to come and inspire them and be like, hey, it's okay. You know, don't listen to those the, the negative people out there. They're going to tell you you can't do it. They're going to tell you you're never going to make it. They're going to be the ones that keep pushing you down because they're either jealous or they don't want you to succeed. And so my message just helped a lot of people, I guess. And I was so grateful when that happened. And even till today, there's people still watching that video. They're still coming back. And the whole point I'm kind of mentioning that is because, just like you said, bro, I think um, if if we don't go through challenges and mistakes and failures in our life, I don't think we'll be the people that we are today. We won't be as strong as we are. We won't have the resilient mindset that we have. And we just won't have that growth mindset, right? We'll just be like another employee, go to work, come back home and, you know, not learn anything new. No challenges, nothing, just a comfortable life, right? But a boring, comfortable life. <laughs> and that's fine for a lot of people, right? Like, yeah. But you've got to be happy with what you are going through in life. If you're not, then do something about it, right? <laughs> I agree, man. Hundred percent. So, to, 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 so I'm just curious, bro. How? So, someone listening right now, right? Let's say they are. Let's say they're just working, right? They're working. They're an employee, just like how you are, just like how you were, and just like how I still am. What would you say to that person to find some kind of drive? Like, how did they find the drive? How did you find your drive to be like, hey, I want to go do my own thing? So, it, it, uh, like for me, it's it's a matter of. Uh, pulling and pushing right there's just pull factors and there's push factors so I, I i worked in a previous company i had a it was it had, it had an awesome work culture um everybody there was great uh, it was a global uh, company right and um i had the best time of my life uh, working in that kind of culture for like two two years or so but as the company grew of course when when, when people put in the work uh, business got better and the company grew there are more people in, there are more bureaucracies, you know, and you start to feel like, well, I can do this outside and, you know, get all the profits for myself. Like, why am I putting in all this time for the, for the big boys? Um, and then you start to get 
really discontented with the work. So there's always that pull factor, especially when when you know your your supervisors kind of push you down or something like that, and you start to feel you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do something next week. I'm gonna yeah. you know start Ooh, my own thing. Quit. <laughs> yeah, but you never got around to doing it, you know. So I I didn't get around to doing. So the the thing that uh, made me switch was actually a push. Uh, it was out of necessity because uh, the the headquarters, which is based in the US, they closed down the Singapore office. Yeah, and we were all let go. Oh wow! And that's where I, I kind of made the decision. Uh, at this point, I have to try going out on my own before I go find another job. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I will never know. You know. So, uh, and and I, I, as I mentioned, I had a a very caring ex boss who who mentored me at least through the first part of my journey. So we- it was both pull and push, I guess. In that time when you were let go, did you still have like some kind of a backup? Uh, like a like, did you like? I guess what I'm trying to say is like, were you scared that you have like no income coming now and you need to suddenly just go and find something, right? Because you have a family, you have kids. Definitely, and because at that time, uh, my wife was pregnant with my first child, oh, and wow. like all these things like came crash- crashing down, and we were waiting for our first house, so we know that. You know, mortgages are going to come really soon. So, but I just took it as, I'm just going to give it three months. I'm just going to give it six months. And then over the course of those three months, I start to feel like, hey, this could work. And you just keep pushing and pushing. And three, three months became six months, became one year, and it became two years. And the next thing I know, it's been five years or coming to six years now. Wow. So it's just that kind of like constant grind and push, I guess. Yeah. But also, like, you, did you, you also had a passion for it, though, right? You also had this really, what oh, you're doing, you yeah. love, right? And that's what really made you want to, st- like, stick to it. Definitely. I mean, the, the, the thing that made me start this whole thing is because I've always wanted to, well, back then, I always wanted to be doing something in the creative world, the, the design world. And um, I, I saw how design and can impact, like, a company's image, a brand, uh, and how it impacts marketing. So I, I got really interested in that and I wanted to see how I can do whatever I did in the previous company and apply it to like, a lot of businesses, especially like the small businesses who, who really deserve a good shot because they are really good people. They believe in good things. They are out there to change the world. No, no matter how small, it's for the better, right? And they could really use that help. So that, that was the, the kind of mindset for doing that in the first place. Yeah, yeah, I've been very, very blessed over the last six years. Yeah, I love that. I think you're right. Like, I think a lot of small businesses, right? They're like, the small business owners are just like us. The normal people that just want to do something for themselves and they want to grow something, but they're just struggling with their, mm-hmm. with either their marketing or their branding or, or they're finding clients or finding people. And I know that could be a struggle for a lot of people. And I guess that's where, I know I was having a conversation with a friend of mine literally about two days ago. And she was saying to me, like, Sadiq, you know, sometimes in life, we all need a guide. That's what she said. You know, you, know, you can call it a coach. You can call it a mentor. You can call it, um, you know, whoever, your mom, your dad. You can call them whoever you want. But you just need the guide. Like, you need something or someone to guide you because it's just really hard to go through life alone. Right? It's hard to do things alone in life. It's like when people go to the gym most of the time, almost 99% of the time, you will do an extra five push-ups if, if there was a personal trainer there with you pushing you to do that extra five. If, you, if, there wasn't, if there's someone, if your friend or a personal trainer wasn't there with you to push you the extra bit, then you wouldn't do it. We are, we are our own like, biggest critique, right? We always stop ourselves from pushing ourselves to the max we can. And then, but if you have a coach or a mentor or someone that comes into your life, they always know your potential and be like, hey, I know you are really good at this and I know that you can really push yourself more. I just think you're being uh, a little lazy and you're, you're comfortable, like you're too comfortable. And sometimes we need to come, and I'm just speaking for myself anyway, from my own kind of journey where I've helped so many people just push them out of their comfort zone. Bro, I, like, it's, it's, I don't know, like it's countless amount of people that I've actually helped go. By the way, I don't have a social media business, right? but the countless amount of people that I had conversations in my DMs on Instagram to help them make video content, to make them comfortable enough to say, hey, you know, Sadiq's right. Like I am, I have a lot of energy and I have a lot of wisdom and I want to share it. I'm just scared of this stupid camera. Why? Why am I scared of this stupid camera? It's stopping me from sharing my, my love and wisdom and energy with the world. 
because I care about what people think about me. That's it. The one question that they all stuck with, why am I caring what people think about me? And I just helped so many people just overcome that barriers through my own experience. Because, bro, over six years ago, I was super shy. I couldn't speak to women. I used to play Call of Duty, go to work, come back home, eat, sleep, repeat. That was my life. I had no purpose. I had no passion. I was happy driving my BMW. I was happy going to work in the bank, coming home and playing games. Like I was comfortable and I was happy. But I always knew I wanted more. Like, like you said, like in a job, after being there for two, three years, I was like, is this it? Like, there's no more challenge. I know how to do everything. I'm super good at my job. Like, there's no challenge. It's too easy. And that's what makes you push like, hey, what do I really want to do in life? Like, that's when you question yourself, right? Or some people say, you know, the midlife crisis or something. I'm only, I, I, that's not my midlife crisis because I was only like, I was like 21 at the time. Um, but I guess you know, when you start asking questions to the world and the universe, you start getting answers through opportunities or people that come into your life. Totally, man. Totally. And I, I don't know how much do you believe in like the law of attraction or, uh, you know, like if you put out good into the world, you receive good back into your life. Have you ever read the have you ever... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting things you mentioned. Like, um, like I, I went through that a lot and I think I still do. I have issues with like, I think that there's things like it's called imposter syndrome it's called yeah. problems like accepting who you are <clears throat> where you, you know you have value but you don't really open up and share as much because <clears throat> because you're not sure what people will think of that you know out, output that you have um, but I, I'm just curious like, how do you how do you overcome that yourself and how do you tell people that you know they are so-called like they're worthy enough to to share, I guess. You know what, bro? I, I just keep it super simple. I just asked them one question that I asked myself, which was, the fir- okay, the first step that I did was I asked myself this question. One day I was sitting right here behind me on my bed and I was just like, I was on my phone, I was on social media and I just had this moment and I was like, and at that time I didn't make, I wasn't making any videos. I, I was like about one year into personal growth. So I was reading all these books. I was learning so much from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, how to win friends and influence people, think and grow rich and like, remember that's the first time I really started knowing the word personal growth and mindset because I'd never heard of it in my life I was just taught to be a worker right go to go get a good education and work for someone else my parents nobody I know was in business nothing I have no experience they have no experience so I had to go and figure life out by myself so after a year in personal growth can you imagine like learning about all these amazing wise people who are like changing their world and changing their life and there's me reading their books forcing myself to read because I hated it. I don't like reading, but I forced myself to read at the beginning. Then I went into audio books and stuff like that. But bro, then I just asked myself this question just came into my mind one day and it was like, Sadiq, why are you being so selfish? Why are you being so selfish? Because you're learning so much and you've actually become this much more confident. And you know, I became a bit more confident from the shy person that I was. In one year, I became you know, somewhat quite confident enough to make a video. And I just asked myself, why are you being so selfish? Why are you learning? Imagine how many people can, impl- can, can literally learn from these things that you're learning. They've never read the book. But imagine you went and made a video and just shared, this is what I learned from this book. And I was just like, that's like so why are you being so selfish? And like, you know, why, are you, uh, why do you care so much about the people around you? Because that's, let's be honest, that's the biggest thing that we will struggle with. And you know what, man? I, when I answered those questions myself, because I believe nobody can answer them for you until you are comfortable enough to just be like, you know what? I don't give a crap anymore. Like, I don't care. You know, and I, and I literally said this to myself. I was like, I don't care what my mom thinks. My dad, my friends are going to laugh at me for sure. They're going to be like, who the hell are you? Like, who are you making you know, videos? Do you think you're the next Asian Tony Robbins and stuff, you know? I knew people would laugh. I, like, I knew this. I, was, I accepted it and I was consciously aware that I know people will laugh at me. I know my parents will be like, what the hell are you doing? This is weird. Like, why are you making videos online? I knew my sisters would just be like, why are you wasting your time? Right? I just knew people are going to be negative. I knew it. I accepted it. I was self-aware, but I was like, I don't care. I was going to do it anyways. Because I didn't want to be the selfish boy in the world who doesn't add value and, and help someone, inspire someone in the world. I didn't want to be the one who doesn't add value into the world. And so when I answered those two questions... I literally was like, I no longer care. Like, I, I, it, for me, it was just a switch. And it took time because at the beginning when I was making videos, yes, I was confident, but I wasn't still myself. 
like I wasn't fully myself. I still had the passion and the energy that I had. Bear in mind, that's a lot of that comes from a lot of natural passion and energy that I have, anyways, in my life. But I had that. I just had this thing in my mind where why am I being selfish and and who cares what people think, man? Like, because one day someone's gonna get to know the real you, your wife, your friend, someone. They're gonna get to know the hundred percent real version of Fadals. So why are you hiding it from the world anyway? Because one day you might be in an article. One day you might be on a podcast like you are today. You're gonna have to be yourself because life is too short. And if you're not being yourself, then what are you doing? Like you're like nobody's ever gonna like. Don't you want to be remembered? Like you're doing business for what? So so nobody in the world knows your business. Everybody's in business because they want to be known. They want to build a company. They want to be successful in business. Nobody starts a business thinking. I want to start this business, but I don't really care if I don't make money or if I don't grow, right? Nobody thinks like that. Everybody thinks big, like, yes, I'm going to start this business and I want to go change the world. And as you said, the small business owners, right? They all have this, they want to bring the goodness into the, into the world. But bro, I think if you just answer those two questions for yourself, number one, why are you, why are you being selfish? Because you are, everybody that's listening right now, you are being selfish. You are not sharing something that you know that someone else out there doesn't know. So one of our mentors once taught me this really cool concept, which I hope everybody can just go and just implement this one little concept. It's, it's called ILT. It stands for invest in yourself, learn something new every day, and then teach others. ILT, invest in yourself, teach some, uh, invest in yourself, learn something new, teach others. And I've been doing that for the past six years. And I think, bro, that's how you overcome it. At the beginning, yes, it is hard. Just like I'm coaching one of my clients right now and she's finding it really tough to make these videos online. But you know what she said to me the other day? She said, Sadiq, I'm so grateful that you're there pushing me and, and I'm being that coach that's there because you genuinely care about my success. And she's making three videos a week, on, on three videos a day, sorry, on TikTok now because I'm just there making her believe that, hey, you have so much to bring to the world. Your positive energy and your, your genuine experience of life because she's older than me too. So like your genuine experience of life is going to inspire people in the world. You are being selfish. You are not sharing it with the world. You're so selfish. Don't you feel selfish that you're not sharing your, your experience and your wisdom with the world? And she's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. I am being selfish. Why, am I be Why do I care about what people think? Because again, she cared about her, what her friends are going to say, her colleagues at work. She's worried about what they're going to say about her videos. I was like, you know what? Who gives a crap? Like, are they going to pay your bill next week? Are they going to pay your mortgage? No. Are they paying your rent? No. Are they paying for your for your for your son's uh, school fees? Nothing. They're not. They're not. They are not the most important person in your life, and they are not going to change your life in any positive way. So why you, why care? Why worry? And then she goes, like, "Yeah, you know what, Sadiq, you're right. I'm just going to go do me because that's what I'm passionate about, right? And I think that's what you got to you got to do, Fadus. But anytime you feel, um, and also another thing actually that really helped me was that again, another mentor of mine shared this other uh, kind of concept. And it's just basically what, asking yourself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? What would the 10 times bolder version of Sadiq or what would the 10 times bolder version of Fadaus do right now if I, if, I, if I was that much of a confident version of myself? I would just do it, right? You wouldn't think twice. You wouldn't give a crap what people think. You wouldn't worry about other people's opinions. You would just go into the world and add value and be the most confident version of yourself. That is the second question that when you ask yourself, it really just snaps out of you and it just makes you want to just take action. That's great. That's, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, <laughs> what are you thinking now? What, what's going, what are you thinking about what I just shared? Because like, it's, it's, um, I think it goes back to one of the things we, we talked about before where um, you, know, you, you kind of need that external voice from time to time to just remind you to just give you that push because whatever uh, belief, even, even if you've built up that belief in yourself, uh, there'll always be, you know, events or maybe comments that will just push you down again. And then you start to feel that low self-esteem or self-worth. And uh, you just need to keep your purpose in mind and, and just hold on to that as, strong as, as strongly as possible and uh, come back up and just go out there again. Because if you just give up, then again, you're being selfish, right? Yeah. You're not, you're denying others of, of what you could potentially share and benefit them. So, yeah, it's absolutely For sure. right. For sure, bro. And I think a lot of people just need to understand that, like, you're, you're just being selfish, basically. You know, you're, you're just not sharing your value with the world because you have value. 
if you're listening right now, you have some power, something that you have that's so unique that someone else in the world doesn't have, right? And don't tell me, oh, I'm shy and, uh, and like, you know, I, uh, that's why I'm not doing it. I just told you, you guys already listen to my podcast every week. They already know, bro, like that I used to be super shy. If I can become this super confident version of myself, speak on the TEDx stage, do all of these crazy things that I've already done and now starting a business coaching journey, I think anybody in the world, like, bro, I'm still like pinch myself sometimes thinking, Sadiq, are you really doing this? Like when I got my first client, I was like, oh my days, like, are you actually doing this? Like you're actually going to smash this coaching business? Like you're going to do this new journey? I'm like, yeah. You know Why? Because I've built so much self-worth and I've, and, I've, and I've built so much, you know, powerful uh, growth mindset within me that, I'm, that I believe so much in myself to know that I have so much value that I'm going to change people's life. That's the key. I know that I know that I'm super confident that I'm going to change people's life. That's how confident you have to be in whatever you're doing in life. Um, I'm sure, bro, when you started your business, at the beginning, you were very un- unsure of how it's going to go. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Tell everybody, how did you manage to find the confidence to be running now for six years? Like what kept you going and, and how did you find the confidence basically? So I, I don't think it ever got away. Like, it, it, it didn't subside at all. Uh, this uncertainty, unsureness, whether you're going to make it or not, or whether this is really legit. Like, you know, you, you pinch yourself all the time. Like, is this really happening? Am I really running a business with 10 people, six years. Um, and then from time to time, you, you you always doubt yourself as well. Like here I am talking about branding when there's all these greats out there uh, that I'm still learning from and how can I be even comparable to them? So that is always happening at all times. Uh, the, to answer your question, what kept me going is uh, sometimes it's just looking at the, the faces of the people that are under your charge and realizing that this isn't just, you know, it's not, it's not fun and games anymore. This is serious. This is responsibility. This is obligations. Um, and it's not something, while it's driven by passion, it's also coupled with a sense of responsibility. And, uh, you know, just being an adult and being responsible for something that you've started and that had gained momentum that you've got other people on board and their families as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, while it's all resting on your shoulders, there's so much reward in just going through that day by day and making sure everything is running okay. And, you know, even, you know, when, when, when payroll, payday comes, you, you make those payments and you, you realize you're actually contributing to the, the, the livelihoods. And it, there's so much fulfillment just coming from that. Even like, I went into this because I love design. But honestly, I have not done much design for the last two, three years. Yeah. Uh, I definitely miss that. But the role that I'm doing right now is very rewarding in a different sense because I'm able to let other people who love design work on stuff like that and, and get paid oh, for it. So kind of that's, just like passing the baton on to the next people, right? And, and, and kind definitely. of getting yourself. Yeah. No, so that, that's, that's the, the thing that pushed me for most of the time actually even even right now in this in this pandemic period yeah mm. so 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 what would you do what would you do when you what or what do you do when you feel down then like when you don't feel like doing it when you feel like today is just not i'm not feeling like doing anything what, what do you do on those days so uh and this advice was actually from my my mentor my ex-boss it's the funniest uh, advice he said when when things are really down um take the day off so it's like <laughs> You're not, you're not super Superman or you're not expected to just be at 100% all the time. You're, acknowledge that you're, you yourself are, uh, is a human being. And when you ac- accept that kind of vulnerability, you, you kind of understand that your teammates, your staff will have those days as well. And you won't come down as hard on them as well. Because you face that kind of stuff and you, uh, you allow yourself to take a break. So you can't expect the same, uh, you know, the same kind of like maintain 100% efficiency for everybody else in business. And I think that adds to the culture, right? Even though when, when things are getting tough and then people just start to drop off or I'm, I'm just, I can't take this right now. I'm too tired. Everybody's working from home, sometimes with the kids. So it just gets really stressful sometimes. And you just have to 
be understanding, more understanding actually, uh, even during difficult times. So apparently that's, that's really good advice because when you had taken that day off, uh, you start to feel like, okay, I need to get back. I need to, okay, I've rested enough. I have all these responsibilities to go back, to go back into and to get things running again. And uh, I think it really helps psychologically just uh, get back into the game. Yeah, I think it's like, basically it's a recharge, right? It's like when your phone battery goes down to 20% and it goes to the orange bar on iPhone or the red bar, you suddenly like, you suddenly you panic, right? Oh my days, I need to find a charger. That's a bit yeah. like us, right? That's a bit like us when we get to the red bar, we, we lose energy. Some days like you're just super tired or you're just stressed out, too much happening. And you genuinely need to go charge yourself back again. And I think everybody has their own way of doing it. As you yeah. said, some people is taking a day off and just relax, do nothing. Literally do nothing. Some people just love doing nothing. Some people like me want to go work out, right? Or go for a walk, go in nature. Mm-hmm. That's how we recharge, right? Or like sometimes something that I used to do before the pandemic was my way in, 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 in my week, bro. Every week, I used to have one day a week where I used to go to the cinema by myself and watch a movie by myself. Because I used to zone out for those one and a half to two hours. I put my phone on silent or switch it off and I was completely distra- not distracted from the outside world and I was just focused on watching this movie mm-hmm. by myself watched some, with some popcorn and some and like a cold coffee or something and just sitting there and just enjoying the movie with myself to enjoy that time to just relax and do nothing and, and just enjoy a movie, right? For me, that was my way of just completely cutting down of the outside world, distractions, everything. Everybody has their own way of doing something. Some, for some it's fitness, for some it's that walk, for some it's taking the day off, for some it's, um, for some it could just be literally, you know, having enough sleep, right? Because some people just don't sleep enough and it's like, okay, I'm just going to sleep, you know, 10 hours today and catch up with all my sleep. Yeah, you forget your basic necessities, right? People forget to eat, they forget to take care of themselves. <laughs> Especially so, when you're in business, right? Like you get those days where you forgot to, you forgot to eat or you forgot to have your dinner or your lunch or or you're, you're, or you're sleeping less because you're staying up so late. Absolutely. And I think that that's the, the other side of it, right? Like, of course, I taking the day off really helped, but speaking to, speaking to like relevant, I won't say relevant, like specific kind of people, I guess, really helps as well. Like, for example, like this conversation right now, it's, to use your, your, your term, it's really recharging the mindset as well, especially yeah. the, the tips that you've provided earlier on. So, um, because th- that's the stuff I face every day, every other day. Yeah. Even there are days where I felt really confident and start sharing and then you go, you go weeks where I don't upload anything. And then like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking back then, you know, like, yeah. but yeah, having that kind of, uh, this kind of feedback is, is really helpful as well. So it's, it's yeah. the complete rest and, and shutting off. At the same time, it's also that, dynamic recharge so it's both. Kind of, yeah for sure yeah it's like 50 50 you need both you need to recharge you need to also have the motivation um and like i tell people as well sometimes you just need to ha- also have an inner motivation that's something even more deeper that comes back mm-hmm. to your compelling reason why you're even doing what you're doing it comes back to your why you know simon sinek talks a lot about that in his book like start start with what like it comes back really deep into like why are you even doing what you're doing right now just ask yourself, literally, if you're listening right now, I want you to close your eyes and I literally want you to just ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing right now in my life? Whether it's your job, whether it's your studies, whether it's your, your business, why are you doing it? Who is it for? Is it for someone else or is it for you? Is it for your own future? Is it for your, the person that you want to become, you know, a few years from today? Or is it because you're impressing your friends or you're impressing your family or you're doing it for your friends? Because I can almost guarantee you right now, if you're listening to me, then whatever you're doing, if it's for someone else right now, then you're going to fail. You're going to lose. And you're going to make that. You're going to regret it later on. I'd rather you go and keep doing what you're doing. No one is telling you to leave your studies or your job. I'm still working, guys. I keep saying every single day to my, my podcasts and every of my content. Like, guys, I still work full time in an American investment bank. Okay, I, I know how it feels to work and trying to run a business or doing social media and making content, being a content creator. I know how it feels. Trust me, I'm busier than a lot of people that I know in my life. However, I know why I'm doing it. I know I can't wait to see the smile on my mom's face when I buy that thing for her, when, when the thing that she wanted her whole life that we, don't, we can't afford right now. When I make enough money by serving and helping others in the world, that's going to make me feel amazing. Same time, I'm going to make 
income in a way that I love because I love something that Gary Vee shared that I, I live by. And it's literally this one concept of, I don't really care how much money I make in my life. I care about how I'm going to make my money. That's it. So the way I'm going to serve people through coaching, if I don't help someone get results in coaching, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to like beat myself up. Cause I'm going to be like, Sadiq, why, like, I'm, why are you doing this for money? You should be doing this to literally serve and help people. And as I said, for the last six years in my content, I've never made a single pound in my whole six year journey of being a content creator, making YouTube videos, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, every platform I'm on. And I've never made a single penny. I never, I never sold anything, nothing. I was doing my own business at the time for, five, for over five years. That didn't go so well. So I got, out, I got out of that and I started doing speaking. All my speaking gigs were free. I never got paid for a single speaking gig. TEDx was free. Everything was free. I never got paid for nothing. I, instead, I had to pay to go there, right? To travel, to like, you know, all, of my, all the money that I invested in myself was my own money. So yeah, bro, it just comes back to, you know, just the belief in yourself, you got to find that compelling reason and then you got to believe that you can do it. And like you said, man, sometimes you just do need that person to guide you, a coach, a mentor. It, it doesn't have to be like, Sadiq doesn't have to be there. It could just be like how I just follow Gary Vee. It could be someone online that you just really respect and look up to in your field. Follow them, learn from their content and implement. The biggest thing is they don't take action, man. I'm like the guy that's like, come on guys, you need to consistently take action. And they're like, yeah about this and they go overthink and they you know take some notes i'm like scrap the notes go and take action i I made a video that also went viral called stop reading books the title was stop reading books and i did it as a it was really bro i did it as a psychological experiment that video because i was like if i title this video stop reading books i know for sure people will stop at that video to be like what is this moron talking about books are amazing books are full of like knowledge and wisdom but I, they watched the rest of the video. They're like, oh, okay, we understand. He's saying stop reading books and watching videos, but implement and take action on those things that you learn from the books. Otherwise, it's just, it's just useless knowledge in your brain that you're doing nothing with. It's a sort of human psychology that you get satisfaction, you get that dopamine rush just by consuming this kind of content. And, and you don't, if you don't take action, it's all right. Because, yeah, you, you felt like you've done something with it, you know. But the, the reality is nothing has been done until nothing. you start literally to do something with it. Mm. So, so bro, tell, us, t- tell us a little bit about how do you, in your business, how do you take action? Like how do you, how do you commit or how do you prioritize your time actually? That's more important. How do you prioritize mm. your time to make sure that you take action on the daily tasks? Okay, so um, I think at this point, I, I just want to share the one kind of uh, framework that has helped me tremendously throughout my business. And I believe it was David Allen who came up with getting things done. Yeah. Uh, the kind of methodology and all the apps that we use from Asana previously was uh, Omni, I can't remember the app, uh, Things, all these kind of apps really help you to have a bias towards action. So we, we know that um, building something is it's never a result of one miraculous action or action point. It's always, you can't even count the number of steps micro steps to, to, to reach a certain level in order to achieve something that you kind of envision. So the focus on a daily basis is always how do we move from just this point to this point and then the next day, the next day, the next day, and just moving the whole company in that direction instead of people going all over the place, having different kind of priorities. So it's always, it's always important to have that kind of communication session to get everybody aligned and then apply this getting things done methodology, bias towards action, uh, where everything we discuss has to have an action point and has to have who's responsible for it, uh, when is it due. And then we have, we, we, we basically govern our day, we self-manage using these kind of apps. And um, that's, that's our, I guess, our hack. Otherwise, there's too much management overload, uh, overhead, you know. You, you, can't, you can't afford to have that uh, while running a small team like that. Mm. So like having systems and, and a bit of automation in place, you mean? 100%, yeah. Yeah, because there's only so much that we as, a, as one person can manage, right? It's, it's really hard to, have, have to give enough energy to everybody specifically and like trying to help everybody one at a time. We can bring them all together in one group thing and just do it all in one, one time. 
Yeah, and, and it's, it's more about empowering your team rather than managing them. Because, I, I mean, when I, when I had that day job, I, I never appreciated when I had to be managed. Because especially when there's middle management that came into the picture, they start to, to ask me, what am I doing today? And do this, do this. Like, it's very top-down. I don't appreciate that at all. I, I, pre- I would very much prefer, give me an objective. I will do everything in my power to get there for the company. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I, I, I treat, have to treat my team with the same respect that I demanded back then. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, no, but I think it's so important and it, it reminds me of something about leadership where, in my opinion, leadership is leading by example and being a servant leader yourself first. So it's not about being a boss and managing and dictating to people what to do. It's about, hey, how, how, how do you feel? How, how, it's like asking people, how would you feel if you did this? Um, like if I gave you this task, how do you feel about it? Are you, do you think you can do it? Are you okay with doing it? Do you think it's going to be too hard for you? It's like, Asking questions. I read a book a long time ago called Questions Are the Answers. And like it just came to my mind now. Like it's such a powerful book because it just reminded me, Sadiq, you need to learn how to really get good at communication skills and ask people questions that are open-ended so people people give you the answers. Yeah. Rather than you giving the answer and saying, hey, you need to do this for me or for the company, ask them how they feel about doing that. Are they open to do it? Are they Are they okay to do that? Can they... Do they think that if I give them this task, it's possible for them to complete it to the best of their ability? And then it's about empowering them to say, hey, look, you can do this. I, th- I, I think I'm giving this task to you specifically because I think you are the best person in the team that can really get this done. Yeah. yeah. Right? I think that, that, kind of, that kind of communication would really impact the person on the other, hand, on the other side of it, on the receiving side. And you would really want them to go all out for you rather than you know, pen and paper, what should I take? You know, auto-taker kind of mindset, right? What should I do today? Yeah. Um, versus like, okay, what can I do today for the benefit of this company who's going in the same direction that I want to be in? You know, that, so it, it's really setting your vision. And this is the thing about, about branding that I, I learned coming from my, my day job previously, where it starts internally, the culture of the company all plays a part towards the, the, the whole holistic brand uh, before it even leaves the company and gets to the eyes of the audience. Yeah. So, and, and if the culture is rotten and no matter how amazing your mission statement, your logo and all that stuff, people are just going to see through it. And when people interface or you know customer service or whatever, they're just going to see that you're full of bullshit and yeah. you know, it's just not going to work. I so agree, man. I think it's, especially in branding, I think it's all about, it's just all about transparency these days. People just want to know the brand inside and out. They want to know everything from how they started to how they finished to how they operate to who works there to what's the mission, the values, the principles. Um, I think it's all about transparency. And like the more that is, that is why I love personal branding a lot because I think when you have a business and you match it with your personal brand, when people get to know who the person started the business is, if they love that person, they're going to love your business. They're going to love the branding and the ethics or the values of the business. Because it's because you started it, and if they love your, if they've been following you for X amount of time, or you're putting out good value, a good content in the world, they trust. One thing our mentor told me a long time ago was, people buy you, Sadiq. They don't buy your product or service. They don't. They couldn't care less about a new webcam. They don't give a crap. They got their webcam on their laptop already. Why would they buy a new webcam? Well, the reason why I'm saying webcam is because I just got a new one, and it, you know, in my mind, I'm just thinking. Back then, you know, that mentor of mine taught me, nobody ever buys a product or service. They actually buy into the person selling the benefits of the product or the service. It's the benefits that we buy. So if you are a good communicator and you can communicate the benefits of buying something or in terms of branding for you, if you can brand yourself in a way that these are the benefits of having our product or, or buying it through our brand is that they trust and they love the vulnerability and the openness of your brand. So they buy it because of the, the values and the principles of you, not because they, what they need that product. Because nobody needs products. We have a lot of products and services in our life. Nobody needs it. They, they just want to know. They want to feel good and, and, and look cool potentially to buy that thing that you're promoting. But they're buying it because of you, not because it's Apple. Right? They bought because of Steve Jobs. 
We buy, yeah. I, I, I still buy Apple products today because I know Steve Jobs was an amazing person, changed the world. His, his whole perspective and mindset was, you know, to, to change the world and, and just keep, the, keep life simple, just like the products. Absolutely. And you, you can't run from it. This is, this is the, the age we are in right now. We can't avoid it. Maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you can hide behind, uh, uh, you know, a very corporate front. But you can't do that anymore. Look at, I would definitely quote uh, Steve Jobs for this. Uh, you can look at like um, Elon Musk for Tesla with his quirkiness and his you know yeah. shenanigans and that basically Tesla is kind of like Tesla SpaceX. It's just his his extension. You know, it's him at the core. It's his Elon Musk personified into brands, um, and that's that's what people would expect. I think mostly uh, for for brands to take on the core or the essence of the, the founder or the leader itself. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's 100%. And that's why it's so important uh, to your point again, where people, you know, business leaders need to step up. They need to be in front of the camera. They need to talk to their audience, not hide behind a desk, you know. So, I, honestly, bro, I've been, I've been trying to teach people that for the past six years since I started making videos. Guys, stop hiding behind the screen. I always make this video. I always share every now and then this video of, um, you know, everybody's watching you. Like everybody's watching you. Everybody's got eyeballs on you, right? Everybody's watching my content. Nobody comments on them, on my videos. They're all watching. They watch the stories on Instagram. They're watching the, your WhatsApp stories. You know, they're watching everything, but they will never support you. They will never show love. They will never show a comment, but they're all watching you. So give them something good to watch. Right, give them more value, give them more content until one day they desperately have to message you and be like, Man, you are really doing some amazing, cool things. Or your brand or your business is really doing well. I've seen you over here or there. It just comes back to really staying in your lane, stay on your lane and focus on your life and avoid all the distractions. And if you consistently take action, as I always say, things start happening. And what would you consider? depending on feedback, depending on, you know, that dopamine rush from the likes and the comments, would those actually be distractions as well? Because when you're starting out and, you know, even the, the first few likes or comments could be motivational for you. And when you lack those things, it could be devastating for you. Like, I put in so much effort on this and yeah, who cares? So, so what, what's your thought on that? My thought, my answer to that every time and what even now I'm teaching my client is like, hey, I just want you to make content on one thing that it is that you love every day. And please don't worry about the numbers. I genuinely told her the first thing I told her was, Hey, don't, I don't want you to worry about the likes and numbers. I just want you to make three videos a day at this, this, this time, post it out there and go back. If you have any comments, reply to them all. Cause you're going to get some of them later at some point, you're going to reply to them all. You're going to be there for them to be of service and, and show them that you care because they took time out of their life, wherever they are, they, they liked your content. They left a comment, something positive. And if it's something negative, hey, look, if you're the type of person that's going to get influenced and impacted by a negative comment, then just like Gary Vee says, have empathy for that person that's, that's in a dark place in their life, that they have nothing going for them, that they have the, they have the decency to come onto your, to your video, watch a one-minute video, and then actually leave a negative comment because their life sucks right now. They're in a bad place. They're in somewhere dark, but they have nothing good to say, but they just want to bring people down with them. So have empathy. Like, feel sorry for that person. Why are you caring about this, you know, uh, Trump365 who just messaged on your, on your Instagram, right? Why do you care? I genuinely, like, when I, you know what I told, told her to do? I'm like, when you have a negative comment, do you know how you stay, do you know how you stay uh, not affected by it or stay positive about it? Send them a love heart. Send them a love heart. Send them love back because they're in a bad place. They need to see some positivity. Send them a little positive like, you know, emoji with a, with a love heart. Send them some love back and see how they respond, if they even respond. Because loads of these people are in a bad place. And if you're caring about those negative people, either block them. If, you, if it genuinely affects you, block them. Delete the comment. Um, those are the two things like physically you could do. But in terms of like really not worrying about the, the metrics and the numbers, I'm telling you guys, the more you don't worry about numbers on your social media account, 
the better content you put out. Imagine if your social media accounts didn't have numbers on them. Just imagine if someone followed me and they didn't know how many followers I had or how many likes and comments I had on my videos. You would only click follow on my account if you thought there's some value there. Right? If you thought that this guy puts out good content, his videos are good, he's informational, he's valuable or he's inspirational or this brand is really putting out quality, like good quality content that I'm learning from that I can implement in my life. If it doesn't bring that that kind of positive energy or that uh, that good that kind of good vibes into your life then you're not going to follow that brand right you're not going to follow that person and from so for me it comes back to just putting out content that you believe in from the heart and you just put it out every day without worrying about the comments and the likes and all of this stuff that stuff's going to come as i said that one video that i had that went viral that's going to come at some point but only like me if you believed in yourself for 6 years putting the good content out it's about patience and it's about just putting out consistently putting out value or, or, or branded content on what it is that you love that has to be the forefront and only then you will never quit you will never not want to post you will always post because you're not doing it for the likes or the numbers and something else that I don't that I also do is I don't get high on my own supply too if i put out good content you know i don't i don't get excited i get loads of comments man i get amazing feedback from everybody but if i always be like hey i'm the best sadik is doing like i make the best content my content is better than everyone else's blah 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 if you get too high on your own supply and you think you become a somebody then you you start going downhill your ego gets to you you will die you will have no humbleness people will see right through you and be like this guy is is just an is an idiot like he's just getting excited about his his good comments and he thinks he's better than everyone else mm-hmm. and you to, it's, it's a constant battle killing right, yourself right. and and humbling yourself correct and it's, it's definitely not easy it's, i think there's a lot of hurdles to it um it, some of the people that i talk to it's even worse where they're just about to start on this okay fine i accepted that i'm going to be on social media have, i'm going to be in front of camera when am i going to start seeing roi when am i going to start see money coming in because of this like you're jumping all the way there you you haven't even jumped the first hurdle you know you haven't even got comfortable with the fact of you sharing your own content uh, so there's there's a lot of setting expectations that needs to be done at that point you have to teach people patience and and um basically you have to teach people patience and you and just like you're not going to get results fast if you're going to if you want results fast don't even bother making videos you know don't put content out you know what don't even hire me you, i'm not the right person for you to hire you know go find someone else that's going to find you a quick get rich quick scheme or get you to get to make money fast because i'm not for you we are about long term we are about patience we are about helping you genuinely build a a good like a solid brand that's going to be there for life and people will remember you the way people remember apple apple didn't yeah. just start and blow up right it took him years to grow it and so for me like i do things very differently and i just tell people look if you're not serious if you don't have if you're not going to be patient and if you get to care about what people think about you this is not for you to so rather just go somewhere else find another coach find a, find another brand find another business partner find some some different friend like this is not for you stick to your job stick to what you're doing because this is clearly not for you right and you, sometimes bro you sometimes you just got to be direct you just sometimes have to be so direct that that person be like no you know what you're right i want to do it with you because you're so you're so that's a little bit of like a psychology trick as well because it's like hey i don't really need you right i don't really i would have changed your business and changed your life but because you rejected me or because you're saying that you want quick results and i'm telling you that we don't do quick results if you don't like that go somewhere else we don't need you there's other people in the world that want to build better brands but 5 years from now don't come back to our company and be like well, now we want to work with you because you've seen our our clients do really well or you see suddenly our brands like killing it after 5 years and you're still there trying to make money quick and nothing's moving yeah still figuring it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think to end it I would say actually for you bro how one thing I want to kind of end the conversation on before I ask you these questions is for the people that are still listening what advice would you give them to 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 stick to what they're doing to really like find the one thing that their purpose and their passion is in life and to really stick to it and 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 basically not give up right so I'm applying this for myself and just now i mentioned that i i it's not just about uh looking in the eyes of my employees and knowing that we've got responsibility i think there's three components to it if you can visualize a venn diagram you've got to have um 
you got to take care of your own happiness. If you're not happy doing this, you're going to burn out. You're going to lose the drive. So there's happiness, and then you got to understand your expertise. Like what's what are you really good at? And you got to get that validated by yourself and by the people that find value from what you're doing. Otherwise, you'll be maybe you know talking about say I I can't for for the life of me I can't go around saying that I. I'm a tennis coach or I'm a you know a fitness coach because I'm I'm just not that. So don't don't you know don't fool yourself on that end. So happiness, expertise and the third point is your I would say obligations, right? Uh this is where you know being an adult is not always fun and games. It's also that you have you have bills to pay. What makes it work, you know? If you're chasing passion and you're neglecting your family, that's that's going to work as well. So these three things kind of have to work hand in hand, and like for me, um, part of the obligations is actually my worldview and, and my belief, my you know, whatever belief I have in in um, in the way I see the world plays a huge role in in, in my decisions and, and on a day to day basis and why I do why I wake up and go to work every day. So um, to just keep going, you need to. To summarize, it's kind of like be aligned at all times, and any time you feel misaligned, I would say get a coach, get somebody to uh, nudge you back into into the right track. Because you know, self awareness is also is where you you don't have any limits and you don't doubt yourself every single step of the way, and you can really go far and fast. Otherwise, you'd be like doing one thing and taking two steps back, and then like reassessing and overthink everything yeah. so uh that, that was my my take on it i love that man i can really visualize just visualize that in my head the diagram of what you just shared i think it's so powerful thank you for sharing that bro really really grateful man and really really appreciate everything that you, everything that you shared as well i want to move on to the end of the of my podcast i always have this thing called the final four i'm going to ask you four questions and it's literally the first answer that comes to your head Okay. <laughs> so the first, the first question I have for you specifically is, in one sentence, how would you describe the word principles? So what are principles to Fardaus? Principles is whatever you have been brought up with and you believe um, without, without, you know, trying to comply to somebody else's standards. So this is, you, I mean, you, 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 of course, you're bringing it. You, you, you have to bring, uh, take into consideration the stuff that you are influenced with as you grow up. Yeah. But these are things that you hold on for yourself, not because of other people's standards. So that's principles, I think. I love that. So true. I, I could, I could definitely resonate with that. Actually, like, so, so super powerful. Okay, thank you for sharing that. The second question I have is, what one like movie or like a documentary would you recommend all the listeners to go and check out? because they can learn something from it. It's going to help their growth in, in their mindset, or it's just a positive kind of film or movie or documentary that you've seen that's really impacted you in your life that you can remember. Oh, there's, there's just so many. Uh... <laughs> okay, top of my mind, because that's the nature of these questions. Um, there was a point in time where watching Casey Neistat, uh, especially during the time where he was building, I think, 368. Yeah. That kind of... Uh, and in relation to the content creation, especially, that was really motivational and um, not just entertaining, but motivational as well. True, true. I still remember his YouTube videos in the beginning, right? <laughs> really good stuff. I mean, I follow his journey and his ups and downs. Like, I wouldn't consider his failures as failures because they're just part of the journey. And yeah, we, we get a, a window into everything he's going through. So it's awesome. Love it. Amazing. Make sure you guys go and check him out. Okay, third question is now, which one book? I know there's probably loads of books that you've read, bro, and that's helped you so much on your journey. But which one, for the top of your mind, would you say, guys, you have to go and read this book. It's going to genuinely help you so much. Uh, yeah, right. There's so many. Um, okay, one that impacted me a lot was this. Uh, does it have to be a business book? No, it could be any. It could be, it could be any book that's just somehow it's helped you on your journey. It could be creativity. It could be uh, you know uh, fiction, non-fiction, anything. But something that you think if someone reads this, they'll have some kind of a paradigm shift. Something good will happen in their life. Right. Um, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna break the rule and say two. Uh, <laughs> okay, go for it. 
the first one was uh, this book by Blair Enns. It's called Win Without Pitching. Okay. It's, uh, it's especially relevant to my industry because it's it's where you have to sh- change your mindset from being an order taker, being a commodity provider into something more premium, something more exclusive, and uh, you can't put a price tag to it. So it, it's how you you it's a mindset shift definitely of how we, we move from uh, you know being one in the huge ocean of fish into the one thing that people seek. Yeah. So. That's that's one, and what has taught me a lot about branding is any books by uh, any book by Martin Neumeyer, so uh, Zach, the Brand Gap. Okay, I'm, I'm giving you more than two now. <laughs> so, any book by Martin Neumeyer is uh, really gold to me. I I, uh, I use those stuff in my day to day practice of my uh, my business. Love it, amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, bro. Okay, the last question is a bit deeper, so. Uh, now you're gonna to have to put your thinking cap on. <laughs> if you can spend, if you can spend a few hours of your life to learn from someone's wisdom, whether that person is dead or alive, who would that one person be in your life, and why? Um, Anybody oh you like, someone that you can learn from, someone that you want to just always been wanting to ask questions or want to just be around them. I mean, that's that's okay. Since it is a deep question, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think of other people. But I can't get this one person out of my head, uh, so I'm just going to be frank about it. Um, so, if such a situation even presents to, uh, itself to me, right? Naturally, the most instinctively answer I would give would be uh, the Holy Prophet Muhammad SAW, because there's no one, there's no better example t- from my point of view uh, other than our our Prophet. And it, it's not just business; it's leadership, it's family, it's I mean, every aspect of my life, you, 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 we all pretty much learn from him. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't, I, I can't think of anyone else if, if that kind of opportunity presents itself. I actually agree, bro. And I, I, someone actually like directed a question at me once and said, what's, who's your person? And I said the same thing because, you know, coming from a Muslim, you know, uh, a religion and coming from our upbringing, this is the one person why we genuinely live our life for, right? This is the one person we, we kind of, um, we we from his practices and principles, we learn from him, and and there's no better example in my opinion, in in our opinion, in like how everything you can learn from this person, kindness, love, peace, compassion, empathy, you know, just every, leadership, um, charitable, charitable, um, you know, friendly, just everything that you can think of, like if you name any characteristic, this person had them all. And, and and teach it taught and literally taught us from over fourteen hundred years ago how to be living your life in the most simple way, no complications, no overthinking, simple life. And everything is hundred percent relevant today. Definitely, even more I think than ever before. Oh yes, all right, yeah, I love it. So those, thank you so much, man. I really really appreciate this this conversation. Thank you for all the value and. Um, all, all the amazing things that you're doing in your life. If everybody, if anybody listening wants to go and reach out to you, ask for some, um, you know, they need help with their branding, they need help with some advice or their business, or just just want to ask you a question. Which platforms can they reach you, uh, reach you on uh, that you live on the most? Um, you can reach me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, or you can go through to the company website. All all my links are there. Oh wait, can I just uh, plug in my website? So thefredos.com. Yeah, so it's just, do you want to just spell it out for everybody? Just so the people listening, they can just check it out. Sure, sure. So it's uh, T-H-E-F-E-R-D-A-U-S dot com. Perfect. So that's, that's where I put all my like personal thoughts on, on how things are going in the world. Um, but uh, Sadi, I, I, I want to thank you, actually. Um, I, I've learned a lot from this podcast, and it's been very refreshing, uh, recharging. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm walking away with, with a lot more motivation actually. So I really appreciate this conversation. Awesome. Well, I'm glad bro. I'm, I'm, that's why I do these podcasts because as much as I know, I want to learn from my guest. for me, it's a conversation that I just want to have with someone that's really passionate about what they do in life. That's literally has, has a dream, has that ambition and passion to do something bigger and better with their life. And it's a two way thing. Like, you know, we have a conversation. This is why I believe surrounding yourself with good, good people doesn't matter how successful or not. Like that, that's not a factor in, in how I live my life. I live my life with, if you are a good person with a good heart and you're doing something, like you're taking action in your life. Because again, you can meet people that have, that are good people that have a good heart, 
but they're not doing anything with it, right? And you, you like, why would you want to have them on the on your podcast if they're not doing anything themselves? They can be a good person, but you have to do something. Like, what are you? How are you impacting the world? So I only have those conversations on my podcast with those who are doing something, who are ambitious, who are passionate, and who are changing the world as much as they learn from my energy. And hopefully, I give that that recharge Definitely. to them. I learn so much from them. And this is why I love podcasting. Is because it just gives me an opportunity to just spread love and, and add uh, value and, and just wisdom into the world that people could just listen to this episode and be like, hey, I learned so much from these two guys. You know? Appreciate so, it. Thank you so much. And thanks so much to all the audiences uh, listening in to right now. Definitely. And guys, make sure you go reach out to Fredos. Honestly speaking, you've already heard him right now on the podcast. Great guy. So much wisdom. Six years of experience in branding and business. So... Make sure you reach out to him if you have any questions, answer, like you want anything answered. He is going to be super open to reply to you. I think LinkedIn is probably the best place as well, right? That you that you reply to a lot of your questions. So reach yeah. out to find him, find his name on LinkedIn, and uh, definitely reach out to him because he's going to uh, big big places. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. Thank you for having, uh, thank you for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast, and uh, hopefully I'll catch up with you soon, bro. Yeah, we'll stay in touch. Cool. Take care. Peace out. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.